because I'm in this 240 expecting us to just start like I feel like that sounds weird, but I shoot my business shot all the time. Do it, yeah. I um usually electronically, so I, I always yeah. DM people on Twitter. Uh, drill out the welds and re-weld it in. Oh. On those, I know you can both There's in. two things that you need to own if you want both. It's business. catch it and save it what is up y'all we are back from porches porches podcast i'm one of your hosts big mish aka mishka creates what up what up this is geo aka no one the creator aka bodie smack and shoddy aka today not though it's coffee Hello. Oh yeah, man! No <laughs> beers. No, not today. We got the homie Ross on. But yeah, how's it going, guys? What up? What up, man? How you doing? Pretty excellent. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Appreciate you guys having me out. Oh, appreciate you coming out, man. Yeah, Hi. dude, for real. Especially today, cause how fucking windy it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Bruh. How annoying would it be to have like friends from out of state over right now? They'd be like, oh, you want to call it Windy City, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so annoying. It was real nice coming out on my bald ass tires in the rain too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always fun. It's always fun. It's the, it's the, you know, one of the best parts about driving a stance car. Yeah. Yeah. The, the unpredictable <laughs> handling. The one minute they're brand new tires, the next minute you're like, oh, I need to get them replaced. It's like, it's been 3,000 miles. <laughs> right. It's been 5,000 actually. Well, yeah, yeah, it has been. Yeah. Cause those were new tires when I put them on. Yeah. Yep. Good thing I only drive 5,000 miles in a year. <laughs> Damn. Were those like all seasons? Uh, just yeah. Just like regular tires or not like yeah, anything they're, special? No. No. They're Damn. they're they're cheap brand. <laughs> no, I just get Achilles. Just get Achilles and stretch them. Nice. Yeah. You, know, you know, Achilles had really good luck. That always <laughs> like mess with me, dude. Like, why would you want your tires named after Achilles? Yeah. Because like... <laughs> Oh yeah, he like he's known for fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> at like for a real. vulnerable point. Like, yeah, for yeah. real. And then so I take those Achilles and I stretch them and <laughs> and then I, wonder I why I DB. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you don't want anything super stiff either. Yeah, but then you don't want anything soft. I don't know. I think they're good. They've held up good. I mean, they I, do. I, they do me fine. They're cheap. I mean, I've never bought them. I've I've seen them. I've never heard anything about them, though. To be honest, and from you ain't about that life, ho. Yeah, I, I was gonna say they're <laughs> all about like people that stretch them. Is like basically all I've seen. Well, so. yeah, that's why you see a bunch of stretched cars with like mucho macho tires on them. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's just they're cheap. You can't yeah, longs and, and like lion hearts. Yeah, because <laughs> you kill them with just wear because of camber or just the way the alignment set up yeah especially when you don't get in an alignment <laughs> <laughs> throw toe arms eyeball it yeah like, just right, like sure. ah, this is fine i think i put a sharpie mark there this should be all right nothing happened i haven't been slamming subframe every other day god yeah, that's the one benefit about my car is that, you know, instead of the oil pan, I can just smash the shit out of my subframe on every Popeye's drive-thru. Oh, nice. Like <laughs> I mean, that's 
a better uh, <laughs> better than dumping my oil pan <laughs> yeah. all over. Better than changing your oil out real quick in <laughs> under two minutes. Can well, you give me an oil flush? <laughs> well, if we're talking about the slab, what you driving? What I you have got? a Let two thousand. Yeah, I've got a two thousand five Lexus LS four thirty ultra luxury. The ultra luxury is important because that's the one that had the radar cruise control. The reclining rear seats, the massaging rears. Well, I say they're massaging rear seats, but it's more like a motel vibrating bed. It's, I'm uh, with they, it. They I'm not mad at it. <laughs> they <laughs> didn't exactly dope. have like the shiatsu massage technology they do now. Yeah. But and it's also got like this little uh, refrigerator in the back too. What? Yeah. Bro, it's it's what? got its own dedicated AC, uh, like AC compressor in back. Damn, that's sick. What yeah. the fuck? So I got that on bags on 19-inch Fabulous Profounds. And it looks fabulous. Well, thank it you. Does. It absolutely does. Thank you, gentlemen. Oh, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've been called gentlemen. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't I, even know how to what, come back with that. I'm flabbergasted, my guy. <laughs> We're going to shoot some. Shoot some. Suit shopping after this. <laughs> yeah. yep. You know what? I think I'm going to graduate from my Seiko to a Rolly. <laughs> Shit, man. That's all that took. It. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it financially. G- <laughs> hey, man. You can't be a gentleman without a Rolly. So. I, I just don't want to be caught out here looking like a fraud. You know? <laughs> yeah, true. Rollies don't tick tock or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Rollies don't tick, bro. <laughs> Oh, Why's your Rolex so loud, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I think something's wrong with it, man. Motherfucker's got a grandfather clock on his arm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not far from that. I got an Elgin watch. So. That's I, pretty dope, though. Yeah. I like that because, yeah, local little yeah. local connection. Yeah. I always wondered about that. Yeah. That's pretty sick. I never actually knew they were from Algeria. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard the name. I've seen it, but I've never actually... I think the street sweepers are, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, his dad works yeah, on Yeah, my, my dad's worked there for like 25 years. Really? Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And it's always crazy to see, like, Elgin, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. It is. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> it is. Like, when I, when I went to... Uh, <clears throat> when I used to go to Guadalajara, Mexico, at the zoo... Their street sweepers were all Elgin sweepers. <laughs> it's like so weird to see because like my dad works there and like yeah. he's he gets like the company T-shirts and stuff. But, like, yeah, the pictures a little bit shit. But yeah, like seeing them in person in like another country, you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, a little slice That's of weird. home. Yeah, That's so wild. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what uh, my grandma. She lives in Nogales, like right on the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and she bought ah, fuck. What was it for her? bird or for her dog i think she bought some sort of like food it was like a special food for her dog and she was looking at the label and it uh it's actually from hampshire what Illinois. <laughs> Damn, and then she's like don't you guys live there we're like yeah <laughs> it's, so weird. it's funny so i forgot what exactly it was but it's just weird to see that like when you see a familiar place somewhere else yeah it's just so weirded out by it so crazy there's a, there's a lot of like Wild shit coming out of Hampshire. Like, um, you remember Junior at Ashola McKinney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's like working with Nike right now. He's oh, working, he's that, got yeah. like really? a capsule with Nordstrom coming out. Really? Like, big shit. Fucking 
you know, Champ. Yeah, Champ. Champ is pretty recognized in uh, in the graph scene out in Chicago. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's pretty wild shit, man. Like, it, and it's so weird that like these people just like came from like the corn. Yeah. <laughs> like Literally we're, we're all children world. of the corn out yeah, here. Yeah, for real. Wow. Well, I mean, probably less distractions out here too, if you think about it. Yeah, you can focus more on your hobbies. Yeah, because I mean, if say we grew up in the city, there's way more distractions out in the city than out in the middle of a field. Yeah. You know, that's why I think like more out here we get a lot of like really good uh, sports, mm-hmm. like people that play sports really well. Because they obviously focus more on that because it's not like, oh, well, let's go ride our bikes down over here by the boat. <laughs> you yeah. know, pick up cigarettes, you know. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I did that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I was there too. <laughs> you like perfectly explained my high school years. Like. Oh, man. <laughs> Found a couple Marvel Reds. I mean, that was a good day. <laughs> God, that's so ratchet. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like when you're more out here, out west, where it's like nothing. Yeah. It's just like. You got to find, you got to make your own shit to do. Yeah. And that's where you, I think you got a lot of people that are super passionate about stuff. And yeah. I think it's really funny is now that you mention it, I think my like fixation on like street art, like, like street wear sneakers graffiti yeah all shit was like almost like harvard fascination with like wanting to be in the city like like you know i remember taking the metra like in the 90s and early thousands with my parents when that shit was like they still had runners going like they still had trains up with graffiti on them like before the whole clean train movement like back when like everything was covered yeah and like i just remember sitting backwards on the train just so i could watch the graph go by yeah and so like i was like fascinated by that shit and then that's always my favorite part going into the city Mm -hmm. right when you're starting to get in there you start seeing a lot more of it yeah the highway sides Mm -hmm. and stuff and all that i always enjoy it yeah that was always a good time graffiti is uh it's something yeah It's like I don't know. I get I get the itch like every six months or so, and I'll yeah. like go on a little little streak. But I don't know. Yeah, I haven't done much out here just because there's really not much out here to do. Yeah, yeah. You get little cutty spots that you know will run forever. That's yeah. always satisfying when you like hit something and you just know it's like that's never getting buffed. Yeah, just like <laughs> there's, a, there's a spot yeah. right yeah. here too. It ain't far. It's <clears throat> literally down the tracks right here. You go check it out if you guys want. Yeah, definitely. I'm <laughs> there, definitely. There's a lot of it. stuff over there. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I want to. I want to do that for sure. Yeah, we can go check that out. Hopefully, it doesn't get too dark. Yeah, it's dope too. <laughs> but yeah, so Nick. you you do a lot of graph. Um, you know, I'm I I write on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if I'm walking around, I usually carry some shit. Yeah. Like you know, I'll carry streaks on me. What's in your pocket, homie? What you got? All I got in my pocket right now is a glass scribe. Mm-hmm. Um, How is that? I've never used one. They can be tricky. Uh, if you got to go way faster than you think, unless you're like really doing something a little more detailed. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you got to be light and quick with it. Like if you just want to like do a hand style on a mirror, mm-hmm. like you just got to sh- 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 mm-hmm. because otherwise it's like dragging too much. It's loud as fuck. 
but like Damn. you know when you see people do like like throwies on glass yeah like they really gotta like sit and take their time like like so that that's yeah. some like wild shit but if you like see a quick hand, like it's it's a lot lighter than you think it would be. Is it okay? But yeah, it's definitely got a learning curve, as pretty much everything does with graph. Yeah. Like I've been doing like graph off and on since like what else? Like seventh grade when I put put up my first fucking tag. Yeah. And then like been like doing it off and on since, and like. I would say it was about the same grade too for me. Yeah, because it's right when, when you want to start breaking shit. Yeah, Champ and I were just fucking shit up. Also, it was a, what was it? It was a video game that really got us into it. Echo? Yeah. Getting yeah. up? Yeah, getting up. Mark yeah. Echo. Yeah, we, <laughs> I remember we used to play that shit all the time. He'd come over, I'd let him borrow it for like months, and then I'd get it back, and we'd come to school with our little notebooks just full of yeah. like, tags and throwies in it. Yeah. And then we'd just be like, oh, damn, that's dope. Or he's, he'd be like, yo, I made you this one. It's like, oh, sick. It, it was always a good time. Hell yeah, man. It's, uh, it's weird being like, you know, I hate to say the uh, phrase pushing 30, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Pu- like pushing 30 and like doing that shit like kind of feels goofy, but it's just like it's such a unique rush and like such a unique connection with like the other writers in your community the the like knowing your surroundings like yeah. there's so much more to it than just like getting that, your name up that shit made me hella paranoid to be honest yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i get that's that's why i like get burst you know sometimes like and like i don't want to go out in the cold like yeah. <laughs> but like it, when when like the lockdown first started i was like nobody's out on the streets right now yeah perfect so i was like just running around just like causing wreck and uh uh, linked up with a couple writers linked up with drama um he's he's good people um yeah so it's i don't know it feels like i said it feels weird doing it like now that we're older but like it's something that i feel like i i don't know i'll always it'll always like be like a part like like uh, yeah, I'll put something up. Like, it, does it feel like more like riskier? Is that yeah? Is that the yeah, feeling? yeah like, there's there's more at stake. Yeah, now for sure. Yeah, like I I can't afford getting arrested. Like if I get arrested, like I can't just like be gone for a week. Yeah, like I I, I can't like pay like thousands. Yeah. I don't want to pay like thousands of dollars. Because now it's court it's fees, a legal big fees. fucking fine now. Before it used to be a little ticket. Yeah, or like a little slap on the wrist. Like I got. I think I got like in school suspension for like almost, I think it was like four days, three or four days for sure. Almost a yeah, week, I thought. I got popped too. Yeah. That was fun. They fucking. But like, what's in school suspension? You just put your head down and sleep on Yeah. Fucking, you know? <laughs> oh, it's lunchtime? Cool. But I'm going to go throw signs at my friends at, at, the, at the lunch table <laughs> while I grab my lunch. I fucking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they, they made me. Well, first off, they made me work with the janitors at school oh, and like they? clean up with them after school every day for like ah. for like a month. Damn. And then I had fifty hours community service in Gilberts and fifty hours with Pangree. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. And it was like right before I turned eighteen, so I I like they're like we could totally charge your ass as an adult, but like yeah, that's 
Well, at least they didn't get you. Yeah, a you charge. got lucky, man. That's definitely lucky. Thank goodness. They, yeah, it, it felt weird getting my picture taken. My pa- they're like because my parents had to bring me into the Pingree Grove Police Station, <laughs> yeah. and like they had to like take my picture against the wall with my parents yeah. next to me, and I was like, oh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, like ten years later, and it's still just like, damn. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's, to me, honestly, that's a big reason why I stopped. I was just kind of like, also that and I ran out of time. I I have, yeah. I barely have time to do shit now. Like, in yeah. order for me to have free time, like, I kind of got to just schedule it in yeah. <laughs> for yeah. myself. Yeah. I'm like, always busy. I would rather stay in with my girlfriend, honestly, than go out. Like, when, it, when I was like... Because I, I have ADHD, dude, and I mm-hmm. get hyper fixated on something, mm-hmm. and, like, I run with that for for months and months and months or like if you know like something distracts me then i'll change it up so like bro like it's all about that graph boom cigars yeah like like right after and i just like fell down that rabbit hole like that adhd just like sends me down that rabbit hole so fast and and that's a good thing though i mean yeah i I don't mind it it as a bad thing to have i mean if you think about it that's kind of like a superpower yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of, if you know how to use it. It's I think. a blessing and a curse yeah. in that, like, I I do hyperfixate on shit that I enjoy that makes me happy, yeah. but, like, the shit that I don't want to do, I don't want to do. <laughs> that's that's where, like, you know, the, the bad side of it definitely yeah, yeah. shows. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it's, everyone loves their yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I know, I know... It, I just know how my shit works, and I know like that I go through phase. Bro, I went on a fucking candle making phase. <laughs> what? Yeah, bro. For real? Yeah, I know how to make candles. No like shit. scented candles. That and shit. Dope. It's fun. <laughs> it's honest. really therapeutic. It, like, and you know, like you make something. Yeah. Like when you're done, you have something, and you're like, here's a thing that you can use, and like fucking. It, it it makes me feel useful and it's fun yeah. to do. Well, it's just a cute little girlfriend project. I'll send you instructions, you and Eric. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I might need some shit like that. But yeah, it's so like, you know, I I just like go off on like these random fucking like hyper fixated hobby situations, and I'm just like, damn, bro, I just spent like six hundred dollars on like yeah. wax and scents <laughs> and like wicks. <laughs> When the fuck am I gonna do? Like, well, I'm not starting a business and like make an Etsy account. It's like, jeez, not that serious, dude. It had me at Goodwill looking at glasses for hours, bro. Like, I'd be in Goodwill, just be like, fuck, where's the red labels? Fifty cent, like. <laughs> Is this is this glass thick enough to like not break with a flame in it? Like wild shit. So like, That's fucking dope. I, like, do you still have like all that shit? Yeah, yeah, I have all that shit. Do you still make like uh candles? Yeah, yeah, I still make candles every now and again. Like okay. sometimes I'll yeah. I'll you know, I might now that we're talking about it, I might text Hannah and be like, Oh, let's have a candle night. Like, <laughs> like she she likes it. Like, you know it's it's nice to just like pull out the box and you know, got yeah, all the shit got everything there ready. So real like super, super easy, simplified overview. How do you make a candle? Super. Okay. You melt plain wax. You at right you raise the temperature to a, the specific temperature for that compound wax. Uh-huh. So like usually like a, 
Like here's the example. You take this wax, take it up to 175 degrees. You add your scents, you add your color, drop it down to 150. You pour into the container and you're done. So the container, before you pour it in, you just, all you have to do is just hot glue a wick into it. Uh-huh. That's it. Really? That is, that is the whole thing. Obviously, you know, the preparation takes a while. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta like, you know, hot glue the wick, put it in the middle, try to center it into the middle of the yeah. container. And then you like gotta get a little like piece of masking tape to hold the wick up in into in the place. center. Yeah. And then you just pour in the wax. That's it. Huh. So like really it's melting wax, adding the scent and color if you want them, and pouring it. Dude, let's make camo black scented. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you know what camo blacks are? Dude, yes. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Finally somebody oh knows. Oh my god. <laughs> Extra X, baby. Yeah. Extra, 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 so bad. Dude, that I, horrible. so I uh, fucking, back when I used to drink, <laughs> I used to like go to Woodman's and I would just like get change. Like I would just like, I just have change and like be, I'd be that asshole like counting quarters, like <laughs> buying 40s. Just, oh. Hey man, we've all been there. <laughs> Last weekend, <laughs> I was like, "What do I got under my couch cushion?" Like, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. We've we've had wild ass nights with Camel Black, bro. <laughs> I, I, and I don't even know why. Like, just the fact that it's so bad entices us. And, well, I mean, it's like twelve percent alcohol. Yeah, and it's, it's it is cheap. a dollar. Like yeah. a dollar. Yeah, it's like a dollar four cents. And if you get if you know the guy at the liquor store, he just don't worry about the yeah. four cents. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I would just like be broke as fuck. I'd have like low key like. I, I don't drink anymore for obvious fucking reasons. And so I I would like have like this empty bottle of fucking vodka and just be like, well, what am I going to do now? So like be like my shaky ass driving to fucking Woodman's like, give me a camo black extra X reserve, whatever the fuck it's called. One dollar. It's like this will tie me over. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you guys drank that shit. I, Yo, still, yeah. I still got one in the fridge. Yeah, he at still home. Oh my god. He still does. It's for that one day that's coming where I'm gonna feel extra shitty. Yeah. <laughs> when you really hate yourself and you just wanna I just get remember that shit tastes like lower. skunk beer and metal shavings. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> with like, a little hint of fruit for some reason. Yeah, too. yeah, like like a rotten fruit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say it's not super fruity, but it's yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought I was the only fucker that drank those. I was like, these are the homeless specialties. We heard too, bro. Yeah. (laughs) They're so cheap. I was like, hell yeah, dude. This is like 13% or some shit. Dude, I'm a cheap beer connoisseur, bro. Oh, man. I've gone up the street, come back here, brought him something nice, and I'm fucking uh, drinking the King Cobra. Just Oh, man. It's like, why not? Let's go for it. It's not a good shit. idea. <laughs> it's not, but oh man, gets funny. the job done. <laughs> Billy but... D. Williams works every time. Colt forty five. <laughs> Wait, so you you said something about falling down the cigar rabbit hole? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So like, 
my brother has always been into like cigars. Uh, I remember he had a humidor back when he was in college. He's eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. So he was in college and I was in high school and he had a little humidor that I would like, he'd also have like a pack of backwoods in there and I'd steal one out. But like, I always saw him like smoking cigars. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Turned 18. First thing I did was bought a cigar and then like graduation, you know, any special occasion, you know, have a cigar with my brother and like, I shit you not. I was watching the Sopranos and I'm like, God damn, dude, cigar sounds real good right now. And so I'm like, I don't even know what cigar I would want. So I started like doing some research on like different cigars. Cause like I would always just like go to a humidor and be like, oh, that one. Acid 500 seeds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like give me, give me something. Just anything. Yeah. Give me yeah. like a, like a beginner, like or, whatever. Or you'd be that guy that'd be like, what's your best seller here? Yeah. Like the box is almost empty, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like didn't realize how deep that shit went. Yeah. And like I quickly fell down that rabbit hole in part to my um, just I love rare collectible things. Yeah. I love anything that like, I don't know that has like an aura to it like like a presence like yeah. you see something and you recognize that it's special yeah like even just like you know the sne- like sneakers and clothes cars anything that is like unique in its own way like i want it to stand out yeah like and and so when i was like looking into cigars i just like immediately was like oh this is way deeper than i ever thought so Started looking, bought some crap cigars off the uh, off Cigars International, and uh, bought myself a little humidor, and then that turned into probably about four hundred cigars that I'm sitting on right now. So it, when you say humidor, what do you mean? Like, is it like a box or is it like? Yeah. A so I I have a couple or? different uh, humidors. Like a, a humidor is anything that holds humidity for cigars. So I, my main container is uh, colloquial no, colloquially known as a Tupper door. So it, it is a big piece of Tupperware that you can put cedar trays into and humidity packs. And it works just like, you know, like a normal desktop really? humidor. But it holds humidity better. That's than, dope. Because like the wood ones are can be a little more uh, leaky. Yeah, yeah. You know, the wood absorbs the yeah. moisture. It's harder to regulate. So the, the Tupperware ones work really nice, and I've been using ammo crates, like mm. weatherproof ammo yeah. crates with like the rubber gasket to yeah. hold boxes. That's where I like keep my Cubans. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, so I keep those keep in... the heaters and the ammo crates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I have my ammo just like sitting in my sneaker closet. <laughs> 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 this is like boxes of nine millimeter ammo and sneakers. <laughs> fucking so yeah i um so you you said you got like 400 cigars at the moment yeah something like that i would say about it's like half half is personal and half is to sell okay and and the stuff that i sell i have a real hard time not keeping (laughs) like like i try i try not to make excuses to be like oh man uh I don't know. I should probably just keep this one. Like I should, uh, 
I don't know. Like these are these are smoking really good. I should I should probably just keep these for myself. They're not selling too well, so I'll just keep the whole box. <laughs> it's like been a week. <laughs> like I like just got the box in, like hardly posted them up. <laughs> so like, geez, these ain't selling yet. Um, yeah, <laughs> I haven't posted them yet. Do, do you have a favorite cigar? Um, or or maybe just like your most recent favorite cigar. So recently, I've really been into Opus X Power Rangers. They're they're called. It's the Opus X Triple X Super Bellicoso. I'm writing that down. Um, <laughs> it is a very rare cigar. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a rare cigar. It's just hard to find because when it, it's I, I kind of joke around that it it's like the the supreme of cigars, <laughs> as in it's like. You get like fifty-year-old dudes calling up cigar shops, lining yeah. up outside for a box, like dropping nine hundred dollars on a five hundred-dollar box because yeah. the retailers know Damn. that they'll sell it. So, like, you know, you gotta find. And so, like I was saying earlier, how like my love of like sneakers and streetwear kind of translated to cigars. Yeah, I could see that. I feel like cigar collecting is you know, supplying everything that I've been missing from the sneaker and streetwear community. Because, mm. like, everything about, you know, shoes right now is, like, botted sneaker raffles. Everyone's yeah. reselling. Yeah. No one's wearing their shoes, dude. They're just yeah. buying and selling them. Like, yeah. they're fucking stocks, dude. Exactly. And so, I like, I wear all my shit. I, I miss when, like, your homies would hook you up. You would trade sneakers with your friends. You yeah. would, like... Yo, man, the shop's got these shoes in. Like, you want me? What's your size? Want me to pick you up a pair? Yeah. Like that shit just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Like, I remember with Champ in high school, he'd be like, "Hey, man, I'm wearing this fit today. Can I borrow your like Raptor Sevens? Like, sure, man. Let me get your Chucks, like your said yeah. Chucks." He's like, "All right." So we just trade shoes. He'd have them for a week or two, or like whenever it's like, "All right." So like, instead of the ten sneakers I had, technically I had like. 30. Yeah, like, exactly. Because like, I could always ask him, like, hey, man, let me borrow your Tim's. All right, cool. Yeah, We'd so, always like, do that. Yeah, there was, like, a real sense of community. Yeah. And, like, you know, you, you would wear Supreme, and then you would see someone else wearing Supreme, and you would immediately know. You'd be like, this person is, like, in tune with, like, underground artists yeah. like, fine artists, punk musicians, hip-hop, yeah. like... Their fucking cost collab, their their KRS One stuff, like like yeah. real real OG people, and like now it's like everyone and their brothers like in a box logo, mm -hmm. and and they and they're buying it buying them for like what I, don't, I think retails like one sixty, flipping them for a grand now. So it's like yeah, it's just it's like so now I feel like these cigars. It has me doing all this shit that I was back in the day when it came to sneakers and clothes. You know, I'm calling up mom and pop shops. I'm like, hey, do you guys have an Opus X account? Like, yo, what Fuentes do you guys get in? And, you know, I'm like telling my homies, I'm like, yo, they, they got the purple reins and like, you want me to grab you a couple? And then like, so it's like. Oh, and just trading with random people on Facebook. Like, I'd talk to someone, and I'd be like, this person's a moderator of a Cuban group, and I've got some rare cigars, That's like Opus dope. X that he wants. And he's like, yeah, I'll trade you. Dude sent me, like, 
these most insane cigars. Like I've got like this 2001 Cohiba uh, Cigolo 5 that I I would never be able to even like know where to find that shit. And he's like, yeah, I'll just trade you. Like, like I send some shit and I'll be like, send me what you feel is appropriate. And I'm always blown away. And just like the whole point of like people who smoke cigars, it's like brother of the leaf people of the leaf sister of the leaf like it's like it's like a shared just passion that you know people are willing to help you out instead of like trying to like get like get you over on like some money or something so it's like it's really cool seeing that and i and of course you get to smoke some fucking flame cigars yeah like (laughs) So, so for example that oh you said oh one yeah, that means yeah. that that was rolled in two thousand one. Yes, and has it been? Has it gone from like humidor to humidor? Is it still smokable? Yeah, or really. Yeah, absolutely. So cigars have an indefinite shelf life as really? long as they're properly stored. So there's like a sweet spot. Like if you go past like twenty years, you're like risking like losing a lot of the flavor like mm. like characteristics as opposed to just aged tobacco like aged tobacco will always have that distinguished taste <laughs> but you know it might not have like the same profile so i'm probably going to smoke that cigar like pretty soon really? like next year sometime yeah and nice. so because like I, d- I don't want it to go past that point where it's like yeah you know it, it's missing the seaglow blend but um, yeah, so as long as it's been stored properly, you can age cigar. People smoke cigars from you know the early 1900s. Like that shit, like still wow. is fine as long as Damn. it's been in a humidor. That's, That's fucking wild. incredible. It's wild to think about. Yeah, it is. and we're over here looking like idiots at the liquor store, going, "This thing feels fucking hard, man." Well, I mean, if it's stored improperly. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It but... depends entirely on the conditions. <laughs> That's why I don't trust gas stations. We, 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 we just have no idea. We're just in there trying to look like we know what we're yeah. doing. It's like, yeah, man, this this doesn't feel right, man. Yeah, I mean, so far, personally, I really love smoking the cigars. Yeah, I can probably smoke like. I don't know. I mean, if I'm in a mood, maybe I can smoke like two in a row. Like I'll go to like the yeah. c- cigar lounge or whatever. But I have no idea what I'm looking at. My favorite cigars are still acid cigars. Well, yeah, <laughs> even though I smoke good ones, but yeah. I still can't tell. Like, so I would say, like uh, the first time that I like smoked a cigar, I, like and noticed like flavor nuances. I used to be like mad into craft beer because I was an alcoholic and they had like super high alcohol content, but I could feel bougie about it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could drink like a fat ass, like yeah, 15% one big bomber. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, fucking 12 Modelos. To yeah, yourself. exactly. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be like, no, I'm just, I'm just uh, drinking a fancy beer. So like, I, I like developed a, like a little bit of a palate from that. And I like, couldn't believe how much translated over to cigars. Really? And so, the thing that I had no idea until I started to get serious, because, you know, I would just, like I said, I'd have, like, a cigar month tops. Like, you know, I, I, I was a cigarette smoker for a while, and then I quit in, like, 2017. So I didn't, like, have any tobacco for a while. And then I was like, damn, cigar sounds good. And then I was like, people are saying these cigars got all these fucking flavors. It's always just, like, a cigar to me. And so my corny ass is like, 
how to taste cigars in YouTube and I watched a bunch of videos and I remember the first time I was smoking a My Father Le Bijou Petit Robusto and I retrohaled a cigar for the first time and I could taste like maple syrup and raisins and I was like holy Wait, hold shit yeah. retrohaled say that, that again that's what, I so, told, that's what I said he told me how to properly smoke a cigar like, so I found out I was smoking cigars entirely wrong my whole, like, the whole time. When, see, you know, you think you're, like, yeah. you, you know, you're just puffing away, keeping that thing smoking, blowing rings, like, whatever, yeah. smoking yeah. that bitch out. You're only supposed to take a draw on a cigar every 30 seconds to a minute. Really? You're supposed to let it cool off between draws just to let it settle down a little bit. Otherwise, it can start to get acrid and a little bitter, a little harsh. And so, and, and so what I said, uh, retrohaling. A retrohale is when you keep the smoke in your mouth and then blow it out your nose. So you're a stoner. You've done mm -hmm. a French inhale before. Yeah. So it's like doing, like keeping the smoke in your mouth like you were doing a French inhale, but then pushing that smoke through your nose instead of out of your mouth. And so what that does is it pushes the smoke through your olfactory glands. You know how they say smell is 90% of taste? So when you blow that smoke mm. through your olfactory glands, you pick up the flavors of the cigar more than just what's on your palate, like on Damn. your mouth. So you can get this combination of flavors that are on your tongue, on your lips, and also like in your sinuses. And that's where you'll really get like most of the flavor. And so, Damn. so when I found that shit out, I was like, oh, this is like craft beer. Like this is, this is more than just like, I want to look like Tony Soprano and like smoke <laughs> yeah. some cigars. Like, and of course, like I totally get the appeal of like an acid because you know, it's got the flavored tip, yeah. it's sweet and it's it, like, it's got like a nice depth to it, like just on your mouth, just right on yeah. your tongue, yeah. ready to yeah. go. Whereas, you know, like these cigars that I brought, like, you know, you baby them kind of just like, you know, let the smoke like ease out of your nose. Yeah. And, and like huh. I I find myself retrohaling most draws and and just like if it's a real good one like like if I smoke like a $50 cigar, I I don't do anything else. Like that's what I'm doing in that moment. It's like really? I'm smoking a cigar and I'm like writing notes on it. Like I smoked uh in Opus X um rare black probably one of the best cigars I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was like, depending on how you draw, like like if you took take like a big old draw off of it, you get like this nice fiery like cayenne pepper in your nose or like make your eyes water. But like <laughs> not like, but not like, oh, there's like smoke in my eyes, eyes water. It's like if you, like ate a chili pepper and yeah. it like it's like some crazy shit and you could also like feel it tingling on your lips but if you like took a smaller draw and like let it cool off in your mouth a little bit you get like a little bit of espresso some like sweet cream and like caramel Damn. and like it would like progress throughout like the flavor notes would change and so 
It's it just like that's fucking wrong. The, there are like cigars that blow my mind sometimes. We've been doing it wrong this whole time. Yeah, and dude. so that's like as how fucking corny does it sound? Like watch a you watch a twenty minute YouTube video on how to smoke a cigar. That is the corniest shit ever, <laughs> the, but the, it works. The yeah, one... I was gonna say, but you're recommending it. <laughs> but yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. If you want to get serious about cigars and you want to get the most out of it, I would suggest watching some corny fucking YouTube videos where you have some dude sitting uh, sitting yeah. down with like a glass of whiskey. Is like. And now the retro hail, <laughs> some goofy shit. He's talking to you like it's like some sexual seduction, shit. <laughs> just nice and low. So there's Marvin Gaye playing in the yeah. background. <laughs> All right, hold on. So I'm I'm like trying to picture this and like trying to do it like you know like in my head. All right, so the retro hail is like you you take a pole, you've got it in your mouth, and you just. Break exhale through your, nose. through your nose, but you're yeah. not taking it in the snow. You're not getting it in your lungs ever. Take so a like, breath in and blow out through your nose. So I'll go. The the entire like all of the smoke you blow out through your nose. You don't have to. You can just do a little bit. Sometimes if you blow all the smoke out, it'll get real spicy on you. But that's Christ, that's your preference. It, there, there's definitely like there's there's like black pepper spice and red pepper spice with cigars, and really? it's straight up like if you like, you know, you've used a pepper fuck pepper yeah, grinder, yeah. like you smell it, it's like the same same sensation. It's pretty wild. Damn, just and thinking so, about it makes my nose tingle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like you'll get cigars that. Um, that are spicier than others. Um, there, there are some that you can like fully retrohale all the way through, and it'll just be like creamy, buttery, smooth. Like yeah. one that I'm thinking of is the Gata Fire Serie B Robusto, which I say is my. If I had to smoke one cigar for the rest of my life, like it had to be one over and over again, it would be that one. Really? Yeah, because it, it's just consistently like chocolatey, like like super, super smooth. How much do one of those run for? Uh, depending on if you buy a single or buy a box, uh, between 18 and 21 bucks. I might have to uh, that... hit you up for one of those one day. I want to yeah. try that, the chocolatey stuff like for that. For sure, yeah. I, I, I'm I a big fan of wanna... dessert cigars. Yeah, you know? yeah they're like, so good. Like, you know, something that's like, like those Oliva uh, V. Melanios that I brought you guys. Those are, those are real good, like dessert cigars. And, I'm um, so excited to try these. Yeah. Glad to hook it up. Yeah, those yeah. are some, uh, those are some solid ones for sure. I just had uh, one of those Petite, uh, Petite Churchills, the Romeo y Julietas. Yeah. Those things are good. Like all those, all those are solid smokes and I'm. Those are the last of the gold bands, uh, the uh, PL, they're called PLPCs, Por La Ranyaga, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, those are, I, th I have a 50 cap of them, so I got like a, like a box of 50 of those. I'm, yeah. I'm done selling those because I bought them personal and I've been selling too many. <laughs> and I've been, because everyone says they're like four years on them, they turn into like smoking like caramel like you know like those buckeyes really people say they, they taste like the buckeyes after like four or five years of age and i'm like fuck i've like i only have like 30 left <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i just can't stop smoking them yeah i'm, so, I'm excited 
Are you aging a lot of your own cigars, like your personal stash? Um, yes, just because I uh, don't have enough time to smoke everything. How often do you smoke cigars? Probably it depends on the weather. If it's really nice, I'll smoke one. Like I'll have like maybe one a day. Really? Like okay. if it's really nice, but for the most part, like one, two, three a week. Okay. Not a ton. Uh, the only times I'll smoke more than like one a day is like just this past couple weeks or this past week when it was like 70 and yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to smoke cigars for a while. I'll have yeah. two a day. Okay. So oh, <laughs> like I'll, I'll have like a, like a light one in the morning and then, uh, another one after. Nice. Damn. Dude, that's yeah. super dope, man. It is right. Yeah. I, I'm excited to try a retro hill. <laughs> I have no, no idea. So when you do it, I would recommend waiting until you're about like an inch into the cigar. Okay. The first third of the cigar is always very different than the rest. Really? You know, it takes some time for the cigar to like warm up, let the flavors develop. If you if you like retrohaled right off the rip, you'd be like, it, it, it would just be, it would be again real spicy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for sure. Yeah. So like. You know, I personally, me, I I retrohale probably like I don't know two thirds of uh two thirds of my draws, which is more probably than others, but you know I enjoy it. So I mean, we just got this our little personal pack of cigars. Yeah, man. This got from the care Cigar package. Connection on Instagram. Yes, sir. At yeah. Cigar Connection. At Cigar Connection. Super dope cigars. Yeah, import uh, all sorts of Cubans. Got some new stuff coming in. Yeah. Yeah, pretty excited. Should be here in a couple weeks. Restock some bestsellers and uh, got some weird ones coming in. Some uh, some regional regional specials that they're going to be a little more expensive, but you know. What do you mean by regional specials? So they're called Edition Regional. And they're rolled for and exclusively sold in specific countries or like a region. Hmm. So I, I have some Edition Regional uh, de Espanas um, okay. that were, you know, rolled for Spain and only sold in Spain. And uh, I have some that were rolled for Belarus coming in. Some Diplomaticos, mm. so that'll be fun. Really? Yeah, so I wow. think there were only 6,000 boxes of 10 ever made. Holy shit. And so I'm going to be selling That's really those. cool. Damn. So I like I like how you made like the connection between like the sneaker game and the cigar game. But I like how, like you said, sneakers, people stop wearing them. They stop consuming yeah. them. Yeah. Cigars, people consume them, right? Like... People collect them, yeah. but they also smoke them? Yeah, exactly. Is there people that like just collect them and never smoke them? Yes. That's the retailers. Yeah. Right? That's the people. Well, that there's also like I don't know, I'm friends with like Opus X people that I know that they'll like Yeah, I like to put like boxes in storage and just forget that I have them. And then ten years later they're like, Oh fuck, I have these really rare cigars that are ten years age and like granted these are people with like way 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 more money than yeah. all like all of us combined yeah. and it's funny to like talk to these people and like have them like be happy to help me out yeah. like again it's like that community it's like crazy like knowing that this dude's like worth millions of dollars and he's like 
taking the time to like mail me forty dollars worth of cigars. That's <laughs> like, super dope. That's like, cool. Yeah, it's though, pretty man. dope. Yeah. But yeah, those kinds of people will will buy like those really old cigars, like front like pre embargo Cubans back when really? before the JFK administration. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, so they'll like That's fucking wild. There, there are people with cigars from like the 1800s. If you Holy look, shit! If you look up the site called Bond Roberts, it's like an auction house. It's like uh, Barrett Jackson for cigars. <laughs> Damn. If you can, if you can believe it, yeah. yeah it's that's so like, wild. I mean, I know, like, I know everyone has <gasps> a thing, you know, that they like really dwell in. But like, wow, like I would never expect that out of like cigars. Yeah. And I, so, I, I got your next uh, marketplace, bro. Yeah? Bring a humidor. Like, bring oh, a my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> we going international, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Mishka can make the website. Yeah, bro. Just say the oh, word. Oh, shit. Just say the word. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Oh, it's right yeah. there. Uh, right out the door to, well, right and then left. Bro, I'm, sure. I'm so excited for these cigars. You want to smoke one today? I'm down. Which one are you trying to smoke? I don't know. I don't know. I'm down for any of them, though. So we got a Romeo y Julieta. Got a Cohiba. Cuban. Petit Churchill. A Cohiba, another Cuban. Uh, a Por la Ranaga. Por la Ranaga, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Havana, Cuba, yep, Cuban. And an Oliva, Serie Cinco, Melanio. You said that's the dessert one. Yeah. It... That's dope, man. Oh, there's a little humidity yeah. thing in there. He says it's good yes. until it starts getting like crunchy. This thing starts getting crunchy? Yeah, he says it starts getting crunchy. When it starts getting crunchy, oh. that's when like all right, like this thing's giving up. Because right now it's like liquid, huh? Mm-hmm. That's well, crazy. I think it's full of air or something. I'm not too sure. Oh, okay. But he says it gets like crunchy, crispy, like just if you move it, it's like crunchy. Dope. And that's when you know it's uh it's time to start repping these guys. Yeah, we finna smoke one of these. We finna smoke one of these. This is gonna be good. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Um also Yes, make makes me really wanna get like a podcast room where we could smoke cigars. For real, dude. <laughs> I'm just thinking right now, like, can we cut a hole on yeah. the side of the building right now and put a fan there? Like how dope would that be? Yeah. You know, fuck. I think I'd probably smoke a cigarette, like at least one every time that we record. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I think once every. It would be like once a week, maybe twice. We gotta a week. do some outdoor episodes. Yeah. At some point, hear the birds fucking shit. Yeah, hear the birds fucking shit. Oh, hear fuck. all the traffic on ninety. <laughs> Oh, maybe not right here. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's somebody's backyard. Somebody's backyard. Maybe, maybe your your backyard. Yeah, it's got your house backyard. A lot of yeah. birds fucking back there. I'm too. sure it's a lot more quiet than over here. We could literally go into the middle of the cornfield. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be sick. 
Our natural habitat. Yeah. <laughs> Children of the corn. <laughs> Back at it again. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we're just talking about which one of these we're planning on ripping one today. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah so. Sure yeah. What uh? What do you What do you want out of a scar right now? Hmm. It's a good question. I want a Sunday type of cigar. Nice and easy? Nice and easy, yeah. Hmm. I would say the Cohiba, but it's also the most baller one. So you might Is it really? Yeah, yeah. That's that's like a twenty dollar scar. Really? Holy yeah. shit. Bro, that's funny. Because I saw Cohiba, I just immediately assumed that it was the cheapest one. I really? Don't know why. Yeah. So there's something called okay. So I get this a lot. Because I sell Cuban cigars, mm-hmm. and people are like, I just went to Benny's, and they got a whole fucking section of Romeo and Julieta. It's like, yeah, but they're not the Cuban ones. Yeah. So there's something called a heritage brand. Pretty much every single Cuban manufacturer has a heritage brand that's owned by an American company enrolled in the Dominican Republic. Cohiba, Romeo y Julieta, Porla Arañaga, like uh, H. Upman, like you name it. Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo is probably one of the biggest ones that's like known out here. Um, that's non-Cuban. So like they have the same name, but they're not the same company. They basically just use their branding. Exactly. They they know that they're familiar yeah. brand names and they're like extremely high, highly regarded. They've got that Cuban mythical status. Uh, so like so he, these are like the Lexus, while the ones over are there Toyota. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, so like it's yeah, it's a whole nother ball game. Like you're like. Cuban tobacco has a really specific profile. It's known for being very creamy. And it's there's like this, um, it's known as like, they call, everyone calls it the Cuban twang. And it, you notice it more on others, um, but it's like this zesty kind of uh, funk. Like you know, when you have like a like a like a beer, like a cloudy wheat beer that's kind of got like a funk to it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. And it, like it's 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 hard to describe. The PLPCs, the gold band ones, are probably the ones that you'll notice it most on. Um, the Olivas are good, like after dinner cigar. Like they're more chocolatey, more cocoa-y. Uh, the Romeo y Julietas, those are, they're, they've got like this marzipan kind of like almondy cherry thing going on okay. with them. Uh, I really enjoy those. The Cohibas are going to be nice, buttery, bready, and they, a lot of Cohibas have this like signature like honey kind of sweetness in the background too while still really? being like grassy. And and I feel like the Seaglow Two is the perfect format for that because like it's an hour smoke. Um, I like the thin ring gauges a bit. Um, also, a note of advice on the thinner ring gauge cigars: you uh, might want to like slow down a little bit, not to heat them up because they tend to get hot 
hotter faster than like the big big then boys ring gauge what you mean uh how thick the cigar is the uh ring gauge so oh, okay so the cigars are measured in ring gauge and one is represented by one sixty-fourth of an inch so if you have a 50 ring gauge cigar it's 50 over 64 inches Hmm. Then you said the smaller ones heat up quicker. Yeah, which yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. The way he's talking about it turns me on to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta suck on them just right. He's like, you suck on it, and it's this cocoa <laughs> flavor to it. It's like, damn. <laughs> so what what about uh what what about the different like uh colors like some of these okay. are lighter some of them are darker yeah. so and, and, and is that does like the color of the leaf affect like all cigars that way or is it only absolutely you okay. are absolutely correct so there's a whole range of uh wrapper colors from maduro to colorado there's rosado um there's candela which is just straight up green um really like yeah like a like a just straight up a leaf green like the way it's fermented is like keeps all the chlorophyll in in the wrapper so it's like bright not bright green but it's like a light very distinct green you'd know it if you saw it and like Like um, a garcia vega kind of yeah just like a garcia vega okay Yeah, yeah yeah and so the darker the wrapper you like this isn't like a hard and fast rule it like it depends on how thick the cigar is what the binder and filler are but if you're just like want to know at the glance a darker cigar is going to be more like dark chocolate Mm. chocolatey and a lighter one is going to be more of a like to sweet tobacco kind of flavor like that that's but also darker wrapper cigars tend to be more intense like they'll they'll stick with you a lot longer than a lighter wrapper so that's why people will recommend a connecticut wrapper which is uh doesn't mean it's necessarily grown in connecticut but it's the shade of the uh, cigar it's the lightest that they get so when you have a connecticut it's you know just you know, it tends to be a lot lighter, more straightforward tobacco flavors. Um, but again, that's not always the case. You can get, it, it really depends on the binder, which is what holds the the filler together and makes the shape of the cigar. And then the wrapper just goes around it to make it look pretty. Mm, so, okay. and also, if you have a smaller ring gauge cigar, the wrapper leaf will impart more of a flavor on the profile overall because it's more wrapper to filler and binder. Whereas if you have a bigger uh, ring gauge cigar, you know, there's more filler in it and there's more binder and less wrapper around it. So it'll be less of a factor. Yeah, yeah. So there's like all the all these little yeah, nuances that go into like what make up the flavor of a scar. When you say binder, is that like an oil type thing, or is no? That... It's a leaf itself, a okay. binder leaf. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's so cigars are like uh, 
All these cigars are what's called long filler. That means every leaf in it is a solid leaf. It's not cut up or it's not like fillings or anything like yeah. it. It's leaves arranged, rolled, and there you yeah. go. Yeah. So um, you have your filler leaves that make up a majority of the actual cigar. Then you have the binder to hold that tight that, you know, it kind of, um, it sets the draw, like how easily the air flows through it. It holds it together, keeps it burning, and then you have the wrapper leaf that adds flavor and it makes it look better. Mm. Fuck. I mean, it, it it's, it's so much. It, <laughs> like, it's and, and so dude, much. It's just the it's surface. Yeah. Like, I only have like surface level knowledge of this shit. Like, it's, it's pretty fucking amazing because, yeah. like, that's Way more so much to like. <laughs> To just know, and like you said, that's just surface. Yeah, dude. Like, I, wow. I don't know shit compared to a lot of people. Also, I would suggest, um, I think I gave you all 65% on there. You can... 69. 69? Okay, yeah. Definitely uh, let the cigar chip. Like, pick which one you want and let it sit outside the bag before you smoke it. Okay. Yeah, it's called dry boxing. And that'll be especially important for the Cubans because they're rolled tighter. So Cuban cigars on the whole are rolled tighter than normal cigars. Couldn't tell you why. So there's and there's also like more lax quality control on Cubans, which don't even fucking get me started. <laughs> so really? Yeah, because like Cuban cigars can like the companies can skate by because people aren't gonna buy that shit. Like, they, they know, like, we have the cigars that everyone's looking yeah, for. Yeah, Like, when you think of cigars and you say, oh, I've got a Cuban, people are like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, they don't, they don't have to worry about quality control. People are still going to buy them. Yeah. So, like, yeah. sometimes you'll get them plucked up, whatever. But anyway, that's, that's a whole other story. But they're rolled tighter. So that means they like to be kept at a lower humidity than other cigars. Okay. So because when it's because they're rolled so tight, if the humidity is higher, the filler expands oh. and makes the draw tighter. So like it's harder to pull air through it yeah. because it's the moisture expands the cigar. So if you leave it out for a little while and let it dry out, you might get a like a more even burn. Mm. There's less moisture in it to make the burn all wonky and it'll draw better. Mm. Damn. Yeah, well, and yeah. If you want, if you want, if there's a sixty-five in there somewhere, one of them has a sixty-five. You can swap that out. <laughs> Cubans like to be at sixty-five percent. That's like, uh, that's my bad. <laughs> well, let me advertise my business while I give you guys <laughs> the wrong humidity pack. I mean, it's honestly, it's really not that big of a deal, but yeah, you know. I think so you, you might have got the 65, though. No, this one says 69, too. I think this really? one says 69. Yeah. But, um, so it's you said 69 just, is a good just number. Just take it out before, <laughs> you, before we smoke it? Yeah, I would like take it out. Uh, as long... Like 10 minutes before? No, or? like up to a day, even. Really? A couple okay. hours. A couple okay. hours would do it So good. we should probably take that one out Take now. it out now, yeah. I would. Which one you want to smoke? I don't know. You've had the Romeo and Julieta before. One. Um... But yeah. Ooh. I think I might do the gold band that 
P-O-R. P-L-P-C, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that one. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good. Hopefully you get a good one out of that cab. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I'm Those things are, uh, I think they were rolled in November 2018, so they got two years of age on them. Ah, little babies. So, yeah, that's another thing. Cubans are um, aged way less than any other uh, type of tobacco just because of how high the demand is. So people can charge way more for aged Cubans than, like, you know, uh, they would call them young. Yeah. So, like, if you hold on to a box of Cubans for five years, like, I mean, that could up the value, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, 20%. Really? Maybe more, depending on what it is. I think we should buy a humidor. Yeah, that'd be Just dope. keep it here. Yeah. If, honestly, my recommendation, just get some clip Tupperware and a bigger version of those uh, Bovida packs. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Don't need nothing fancy. It's cover it in fucking stickers and tags like I did. Yeah. And like I got like Supreme stickers on my shit. Yeah. Like and uh I think I'm the only person in the world that has a little ugly main sticker on, <laughs> on yeah. a, a humidor. <laughs> um, I, I always makes me laugh. Um so yeah, it, it's way more effective than, like, a little $20 tabletop. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, it's ugly but effective. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, as long as it works, it works, you yeah. know? Yeah. The Bovida packs are, like, $4 at Binnie's. Really? Yeah. Just get, like, a 65. Well, you might have to order the 65s off of Amazon because they usually stock 69 to 72s. Yeah, I don't know. I like the number 69 a bit more. <laughs> well, the 69s the, are good for, like, I use them in, like, I've got, like, a couple wood ones where I keep my, like, real, real good stuff. Mm. And so, like, the 69 in a wood humidor will be, like, 62 to 65% because okay. it, like, soaks up more of the moisture. In the wood? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well... We'll probably look into figuring out a little... Yeah, and I can help you guys out for sure. Like, like, or honestly, just, like, go to, like, make sure it's got a rubber gasket. Like, just any rubber gasket, snap, Tupperware type shit will work fine. Just make sure it's big enough. Okay. Okay. And I might have an ammo box at home, too. Yeah, that'll work fine, too. Yeah. Yeah. And when you guys want to start, like, buying boxes, if that ever happens, like, I'm always down to show you how. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, I sell, like, singles and sampler packs because buying single Cubans online is a pain in the ass, dude. Yeah, sure. So. It just sounds like a pain in the ass. It sucks. Like, I, I just remember being like, okay, there's like three or four retailers you can buy Cuban singles from. And then there's $250 minimum, or there's like a $30 shipping charge. If you want to try two cigars, you're fucked. You have to pay, you have to pay for the two cigars and then two cigars on top of that for shipping. And then like what, you're gonna commit to a $300 box like without ever having tried one? Like fuck that. So I 
thought like, why don't I start buying boxes and selling singles out of them? Yeah. And I make sure all my prices are below like the online retailers that sell singles. I don't have minimum purchase shit and it's fucking two, three day priority shipping for eight bucks. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Like the first package you sent me, like it was packaged really nicely. I'll, Thanks, man. I was impressed. I was just like, hell yeah. But then you've also had like experience always uh, shipping stuff out because I know, yeah, like, you know, buying and trading selling for, clothes, like, clothes and stuff. And stuff yeah. So. Yeah. I know. I got to make sure, like, I don't, when I, I've worked in a warehouse, so I know how USPS and UPS treats Take their care. shit. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so, like, I like always give everything a good shake <laughs> before yeah. sending it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> bang it and hit it against yeah. my knees like all right these are good you know <laughs> you know I'm, i make sure like like if i were to take that bag i'd wrap it in bubble wrap yeah then put paper in it like yeah. and then get like the good tape h yeah. pattern that shit <laughs> like i'm in that warehouse yeah. so yeah I'm, i make sure i package my stuff good because like you know i i another thing when you buy a box of Cubans, you never know what condition they're going to be in after making their way over. Yeah. So you buy the shit and, you know, they send it to you from Switzerland. And then it's like they show up moldy. They show up cracked. Uh. And it's like, you know, okay, so if I have this box of cigars and I've been like telling people that I, I've been selling them and then like half them are cracked yeah it's like i can't sell that yeah like even if there's like a small foot crack on a cigar i don't want to sell that to anybody yeah well it's your rep exactly yeah yeah so like and and like i even though i know in my own head after you light that shit two minutes later that crack is gone yeah but when you when you spend you know, 50, 75, 200 dollars on a yeah. pack of cigars. Like you want that shit perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So like I I mean, I know how I would want my shit sent to me, so I like make sure that's how I send shit out. That's awesome. So you that's, yeah, I appreciate send out that. um packages like nationally? So like anybody in the US? Yeah, USA yeah, anywhere in the US. Okay. Yeah. So like Dope. you know, I, I've sold to people in North Carolina, Florida, New York, California, it's all over the place. You on like Facebook groups or like uh, online forums? Yeah, or? yeah. There's there's a couple of Facebook groups that are like really weird. Like they've got some crazy rules because you're not allowed to sell uh, sell tobacco on on Facebook or really? or yeah at all. Huh. So I'll keep those names under wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah if you know me, I can probably hook you up. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't want to dry snitch on anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like these like weird groups, like 3,000 people. Like you see the admin like changing it from like private to secret every day just so like just to trip up the fucking algorithm like changing the name by like one letter or some shit like it's it's crazy and like they have post approval on every single post to make sure you don't have words like cost price Uh, sale ship cigar cuban sampler like any like you got to use like emojis and shit and like 
Yeah, it's crazy. I'm a, I'm pretty loosey goosey on on Instagram, but like if I get past like 500 followers, I'm probably gonna have to start like going you know, private. Yeah, going private or just like doing close sto- like close friend stories only. Yeah. yeah, like there there's a couple people. Uh, I know Puro Haven does something like I do. Um, he's legit. He's expensive, but he gets like the real limited shit. So I'll shout him out. Uh, if you if you ever feel like paying like fifty bucks for a crazy regional or limited edition, like he'd be a good way to go. Um, I I do what I wish I had access to when I started with Cubans. Like I I I have no qualms about telling friends how to buy boxes. Yeah. I'm transparent yeah. with how I do it. Like, I mean, I do make money, like fucking obviously, <laughs> like, it like it's a, it's a hustle, yeah. like, yeah. but like, you know, I make sure like if anyone has questions like that, Hey, that sounds expensive. Like I will point you in a direction to where you could buy elsewhere if you would prefer. Yeah. And like, I, like I have no problems with it at all. Like I, I just want to be like the source of like, if you want to try an authentic Cuban cigar, I make it easy. That's awesome. Honesty. And Thanks. that's perfect. In my opinion, that's like the perfect business model for, for this type of thing because that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like I go to a fucking cigar lounge and I ask them who are selling me cigars. And, yeah. And you, you feel know? like they look at you like some snobby yeah. prick. They're, They're just like, like oh, yeah. what are you even Let's, doing here? Yeah. Like the Newports are uh, across the street. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> like we'll point you in the direction of the shit that's not, that hasn't been selling well. Yeah. yeah. Like that's kind of how it feels. So it's really dope knowing Let, let me like get you a diesel this. a diesel cascade or, or a Rocky Patel. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, and and like also if anyone has any questions, they can hit me up at Cigar Connection. I will help you take care of your I want you to be able to enjoy your cigars oh, yeah. like at the fullest. Like I, I want to help you get to like what I'm doing. Like if yeah. if you so choose. Like mm-hmm. if you want to like buy boxes of Cubans, like I said, I'll show you the retailers. Like yeah. I mean, that's that's not my job to sell boxes. My job is to like, oh, you have a wedding. Oh, like you, it's your dad's birthday. Yeah. Like that's cool. Like some that's shit. Really cool. Like yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. And like like my buddy Joe just hit me up today. He said. Hey, me and Carla are gonna give our dad eighty dollars worth of Cubans for Christmas. Like, just like hook us up with the sampler, and like, okay, yeah. yeah. And so I'll like send you a bunch of options laid out. Like, here's X, Y, Z. This is what X is like. Here's what's Y. Yeah. You know, and and like, I I have a ton of fun doing it too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if someone's like, you know, I'm I'm new to Cubans. I don't know what's going on. Like, I know, Me? like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I'll put together a sampler that's like, all right, this will give you a good idea of what, like, each brand has to represent, and you can kind of, like, start to go from there. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's the same way, like, the first time. I was just like, hey, whatever you recommend, uh, yeah. this is the price range we're at. Like, whatever exactly. you recommend, let's just send it over. And I mean, you you came in tight, man. Like, yeah, I'm Appreciate really stoked that. about this setup. Yeah, I I am too. <laughs> the Oli- the Oliva's not a Cuban. That's a, that's Nicaraguan Puro, which 
Uh, Puro is a cigar that's rolled with tobacco that's grown entirely in one country. All Cubans are Puros. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, um, uh, but then, yeah, you get like all sorts of blends when when you see other other regions. But Cubans are known for just being strictly Cuban tobacco. In in Mexico and in Spanish, I've always heard puro, and they. I just always assumed that it was just meant cigar in general. I'm not sure if they were getting very. Specific, I think it might but... be colloquial. Yeah, yeah, like like it could just mean cigar as well. That's that's super sick. Also, if you go to the beach and they're giving out the glass top humidors, those motherfuckers fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anytime you see, like, if you guys are, like ever go to Mexico mm-hmm. and you see cigars with glass top case, those are fake. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Every time. If your homie tries to give you one of those, they're fake. Do not smoke them. They're like fucking floor sweepings. Like people find garbage in them. Uh, there's, wait, no, there's no quality control, but, you know? It's yeah. like fake sneakers, dude. Made with like slave labor sneakers. Uh, like Yeah. You're saying glass top? Like the ones that come in like a glass, like a cigar that comes in like a glass thing? So it, like a box, box that has like glass. a, yeah, the box itself has mm. a little like sliding plexiglass top like the, the, the presentation's fancy yeah it uh, makes it look look official but yeah. but it's not they got like the fake seal on it and shit oh okay so like yeah there's there's a couple ways that you can uh authenticate cuban cigars um when you get a box there is the the habanos uh dop seal and then there's the actual tax seal on it and it has a barcode and a number under the barcode. You can go to the Habanos essay uh, website, type in the code, and it'll pop up. So if you say if you get like a uh, 25 box of Cohiba Seagull O2s, you type in the code, you do a little captcha, enter it, and it'll say Cohiba Seagull O2 25 SLB SLB slide lid box. Um, and so it'll say like if your code matches up with the cigars you yeah. have, then you it's have real cigars. Yeah. That's also, incredible. If you look at the Cohiba labels, and uh, you look at them in the light, you'll notice they're holographic. Yeah. And so, Cuba. Oh, Cohiba. Cuba. Damn. Yep. And so, and also you'll see inside. So the actual symbol on. The Cohiba label oh, yeah. is the Tanyo. It's the uh, the native oh. Cubans, and uh, a big tell for fake uh, Cohibas is the uh, the Tanyo head won't li- the white outline won't line up, and then there's another Tanyo head holographic one in the middle. Yeah, that you can kind of see and if that one's missing. And yeah, if that's missing or doesn't line up right, then it's also could could be Damn. so yeah awesome. little things like that or if you look at the the romeo y julieta band like um you'll notice how there's like some gold this is great audio by the way yeah. <laughs> for, for all the listeners not looking at this yeah, but, <laughs> so you'll notice that like it's all embossed yep. yeah. the gold embossing is lined up with the indentations yeah it's perfect and so it's also not too reflective uh it's just like kind of like a 
like a dull metallic gold. gold yeah. And the fake ones are known to be like real shiny. You'll mm. you'll see the dots won't line up, whereas like That's, they're embossed and yeah. it's just again tying it back to sneakers. It's yeah. like yeah. you know just the fine details that you could exactly. Out ones. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I didn't know they had fake. Cubans out there, bro. Oh, yeah, they definitely oh, do. That's dude, wild. yeah. I didn't know that so was a thing. Cuban, yeah, Cubans. People say that like ninety percent of the Cubans that quote unquote are on the market are fake. Dude, that's what I heard Holy that statistic shit. somewhere too. Yeah, that's crazy. So like, uh, you really want to make sure that your sources are good. That like, if a if a deal is too good to be true, then it is. Yeah. So, like, you know, where I get my cigars from, they are basically, so it's a gray market type deal. You're not allowed to... <laughs> this sounds perfectly so, not sketchy. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to... Uh, retailers aren't authorized to sell Cuban cigars in the U.S., just uh-huh. flat out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're not really allowed to import them. But uh, customs does not fucking care. <laughs> they they just don't. Um, I I haven't had any problems. Retailers are good about replacing them when that happens. But so you have to make sure that the Cubans are sold from an LCDH or La Casa de Habano. Um, or that retailer buys from them. And so, like, the La Casa de Habano, they're like, all right, well, we got these cigars. They're not moving, so we'll sell them to these online-only retailers who are willing to ship to the States. Mm. So they ship them their overstock, and then they sell that overstock to, to the Americans. Okay. And so, like, also, people in places like Great Britain, people in Canada, and even Mexico will buy from there because their tobacco taxes are so insane. Really? Yeah. So like people in Canada will pay like $40 for a cigar that costs 15 here. Wow. So what they'll do is Jeez. they'll just buy it from like even though they could go into a store and legally buy a Cuban cigar, they'll choose to buy from these gray market sites because they're not getting taxed on it. They're not taxed like tobacco? Yeah, exactly. Well, they'll just be marked as candles or, okay, or so yeah, like party yeah. favors or something. Yeah. And if they if they open it up and see their cigars, then they got a fat fucking tax note they gotta pay. But yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people are willing to take that risk. Yeah. And so that's that's another thing is like some people will be like, oh yeah yeah like such and such. I wouldn't trust that. It's like bro, like people who have access to real Cubans, like at a store still buy from these places like they know what a fucking cuban cigar tastes like and like it's not like this company is going to risk their whole reputation on like shipping someone in great britain fake cigars like when they when they have the real thing at the fucking corner store yeah damn so yeah it's it's funny how you get them into the u.s (laughs) that is super interesting so i you kind of went over it but i don't really I still don't really understand fully why it's such a big distinction that 
some are made in Cuba and some are made outside. Like you said, they're a little bit tighter. The quality control is lower, but like, is there something about the leaves there, the plants yes. or something? Or? Cuban tobacco itself has its own distinct flavor profile. And also because they're protos, they only use Cuban tobacco. Okay. So they all sort of have like an underlying like Cubanness, which is that uh, Cuban twang, quote unquote, I was talking about earlier, okay. which if you like watch or listen to cigar reviews, you'll hear it all the damn time. And so it's also reached like this mythical status because of the embargo that the U.S. has against Cuba. That like I thought that stopped. Is it that's still so? Pretty? Yeah, it's actually very recently been reinstated to where you can't bring cigars back legally, even if you go to Cuba yourself. You used to be able to bring eight hundred dollars worth of boxes back. So Damn. now the the Trump administration decided that that was couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> it's uh you can't, and also you can't stay at. Uh, sorry, I don't. I'm not trying to get like political. Or no, anything. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, good. They uh, they also decided that you can't stay in a uh, state-owned and operated hotel in, in Cuba, really? which is like because they're socialists, most of them are. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens next. Uh, as far as it has to do with me, I'm I don't plan on taking any trips to Havana anytime soon. So yeah. it's it's probably gonna stay. Have you guys heard about the shit that was happening to Americans supposedly? Yeah, like I heard the, about the, that. Like their the, brain. Or yeah, something? like the sound. Yeah. Like they're like sound terrorism or yeah. something. Whoa, whoa, I don't whoa, know what. So supposedly yeah. there were like some fuckery going on where like american citizens like would get like crazy headaches yeah or like would like go briefly deaf or blind or some shit and there is like some all this like rumors and like theories going around that they were like testing like subsonic like uh, like wave weapons yeah some weird shit I'm, and it was only happening to american tourists that would go to cuba Really? Yeah, I've yeah. heard. I've heard. I've heard that definitely. That was so weird. I was like reading about it on like the news, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, made me made me not want to go to Cuba, but then I was like, "Wait, maybe that's what they were trying." Yeah, to do. that's like, what I'm thinking too. <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, did they just like, oh fuck, we need to fuck this country really bad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we <laughs> Yahoo News is in on this shit. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers. It's like, oh man, yeah. It's it, kind of crazy, man. Cuba, Cuba's still doing their thing despite, you know, getting systematically fucked yeah, by the United dude. States. They're still driving old American cars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'd be super interesting to go look at and, like, just visit. Yeah. Because, yeah, like you said, they got all the really old cars over there and super interesting. Yeah, definitely a very thriving car culture out there out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I know out there they just swap whatever into anything just to mm-hmm. keep them going. That's so like that's you'll cool, fuck around like, and find like a Volkswagen engine and like some old ass Chevy, yeah. just because it's like it works. It works. It needed. Yeah. It needed it. I was reading like an article about this dude who was just like making brake pads out of asbestos. Oh my just, god! Oh, yeah, shit. like he's like I. Uh, they're like, why do you do this if you know it's dangerous? He's like, motherfucker! Like, I, I, what? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Damn. So, it's because like. We don't export shit. Yeah. 
because countries don't export shit to them. They don't have shit. So, so like dude. people are like oh they're fucked because they're socialists it's like bro like they can't get shit like yeah, they're, they're cut off yeah. like they're cut off bro Man, that's, that, that's so interesting that that's how that worked out there yeah, yeah. same with like Venezuela and shit like, like as soon as countries are like mm-hmm, we're not gonna give you anything like, like trade embargoes really uh it really fucks with countries, but hey, yeah, it, it makes uh, people want their cigars really bad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you also talked about mold on cigars. Mm-hmm. I know that that's like an issue, but I don't know how often that's an issue. Like, does that ever happen just from them sitting with you? Or is it usually like when you buy them, they come moldy? Or I have never... I've never had a shipment come in moldy yet. Okay. Um, I've never had moldy Cubans, but it is a very common occurrence. It's one of the huge reasons I don't do pre-orders. Because, um, like, when I first started, before I, like, had stock, I, I like, kind of put it out, like, the boxes that I bought, and people were like, I want this, this, this. Like, how can I pay you? It was like... Bro, let it get here first and make sure I got it one piece. Yeah. It's yeah. so, like, I don't want to sell you, like, something that's all fucked up or, like, if I have to ship it back to God knows where. Yeah. So, yeah, if what happens is uh, when they ship long distance from, like, you know, Geneva, Switzerland, they, they put um, a higher humidity pack than is usually the norm for Cuban cigars. Also, depending on how long they sit in a warehouse, how long they're in the back of a UPS truck, a hot UPS truck with a high humidity pack, Uh, that could lead to moldy cigars. Yeah. So the um, it, it, it's just like something that happens and it's a risk that like you take when ordering them but it's not something that you have to like wholly like like oh i might be throwing out three hundred dollars because i get moldy scars but like you might have to like ship them back and get your money back reorder is it super obvious yeah yeah what, they'll, they'll be it'll be like white specks Okay. And um, if you look at the end of the the open end of the scar, which is called a foot, if you ever see mold on that scar, is fucked and throw it away. Really? Yeah. But like it's usually not the icing on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's now it's funny you say that. There's a whole <laughs> ongoing. There's a whole oh, ongoing no. debate. Uh, something that people call plume, and some cigars. People, it's mold, bro. It's, it's like the, the cigars get moldy and they look crusty and people are like, oh, it's like crystallized, finely aged. It's like, bro, that's mold. Like that is mold. And bro, so, you smoke that, you will see God. <laughs> it's got shrooms in it. Right? <laughs> like it's, I don't know, man. As long as this opens my third eye, we're going to like this shit. Let's go. I need some ego death. <laughs> yeah, man. So, but that's an ongoing debate. There are people who will, like, die. My brother, like, thinks that shit's plume. Really? Oh, yeah. he, he He's... And he smokes it? He, he's only had it happen one time, and he said it was, like, amazing. 
my god, that's so really? scary, dude. That's and, so well, it's scary. it's not like because it, it's it's kind of weird because you know it'll be like an even coating on the scar and it will look crystallized. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like if you get a moldy box of cigars from a retailer, it's like these white speckles and like some oh, fuzz yeah. and like fuzzy shit. Yeah. So, so some, like some when, of them will actually look like they're meant the, to be. Yeah. So it's weird. Some people swear on their life it's the best a cigar could be. But like, I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. And I'm not going to sell someone a cigar like that because like they'll be like, hey, what's this crusty fucking cigar you just gave me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Low-key want to try it? High-key, I kind of don't. I, and like, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> it's some interesting shit. Like, I I saw the other day, on I was on this Opus X. Like I said, like, is quote-unquote, like, the supreme of cigars. The yeah. Fuente Fuente Opus X. And this guy just had a full humidor full of, like, 10-plus-year-old Opus X. Like, like ultra-rare blends just, like, covered in it. And he and he is like he's like a box of diamonds, <laughs> and I'm just like I'm just like sitting there. I'm just like, oh no, this dude's just got like this like like box of probably like five grand worth of cigars just covered oh, in it. And he's like, yes. Gross. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm skeptical. I I I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, that, that that just doesn't sound right, dude. I've personally I've never even heard of that. I would have think that like I would have seen it before or yeah like i i've seen the the white specks mm-hmm. maybe not in person but i've seen it like if you've google se- images and yeah stuff, if but. you've like seen i mean even like some like uh some brick and mortar stores will be uh they'll be sleeping and they'll have some moldy really? they'll have some moldy shit yeah this, this place i buy fucking fuentes from luckily they move fast enough so i know they're in good condition yeah. but like i've seen some some moldy sticks there and just really? like i wouldn't buy anything else but these because i know they are they sell fast enough not to get moldy yeah damn shit dude i, I had a quick question about your car yeah uh you said so it I don't know if we talked about it, but it... Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, bagged. It's fucking yeah. slammed. It's Lay's subframe. It's super cool. <laughs> um, and you drive it straight through the winter. Yes. And you throw on, like, your stock wheels and snow tires on? Yep. Do you adjust anything on the suspension? Uh, the only thing I do is I set my preset, like, I have rise on start. So I set my rise on start height at all the way max. Okay, so you're like, um, is it like stock height or is it like kind of higher? It still than looks stock? pretty low. Okay, it's it's a little bit lower than stock. Like I'm flush with the, I think they're like, forty five or fifty five section, mm. uh, snows. Yeah, uh, it'll be flush. What about? Uh, I heard that you could get issues when it's really cold. Frozen. Out. Yeah. With, I have not had an issue with frozen lines. I empty out uh, my water trap. Like, as soon as it starts getting cold, I empty it out like at least once a week, and like I'll leave my car running for a while and just like let it heat up. I've also heard a trick. Um, two tricks. One is uh, air brake antifreeze people will put a cap full in their air reservoir uh i heard that works like a charm never tried it 
another trick is you know those like uh, little like fucking pep boys defrosters people will put those under their air tank to melt all the frozen water in the air trap oh, and shit. so it'll warm it up enough to let it out sometimes i'll just like go to like a parking garage and like let my car sit for like a half hour or something or if i've been like driving for over an hour i know that like my car's like been warm enough to heat it up and i can let it all out okay. i haven't had any issues again knock on wood but yeah this will be my third winter on air damn yeah well that's i mean there's cool. a difference the people that have those issues are the people that don't do what he does yeah that don't really know how to maintain they them. just leave it and they think it's like oh i don't have to touch it Bro, I seen this picture. It was like I don't know if it was uh, Toke Factory put it up or something, or like probably not. I'm probably just making that up. But they're like, customer never let water out of his lines for five years, and it's just like this brown sludge oh, all through the airlines. Oh, just like, damn, fuck, man. It's like no, I've I've like a towel in the back, and so I lay it down. Yeah. And I just spray that shit into a towel and <laughs> throw it. <laughs> How much water comes out when you do that? It depends on the weather mainly. If yeah. it's really humid out, you you could get quite a bit of water. Yeah. Like we got to like drain out our uh, compressor tank here. And it comes out like a gas too. It yeah. doesn't come out like in drops. It'll it'll come out like a like a spray. Yeah. Like a fine mist. Oh, okay. If it's like pouring out, then you got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Some sometimes our compressor actually like Shoots it out like a water hose. <laughs> means we'll you waited go, too long. Yeah, yeah. Because we go a little too long, not draining it. We usually do it like once a month, but sometimes it's gone like, like once every three months. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, what? dude, that's that's super dope. Yeah, I've had no problems with it. You know, everyone says, uh, you know, bags are useless in the winter. Like gonna pop a bag i just like you know i don't know i just try not to be a jackass about it and that's usually the best way of attacking anything just don't be a <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work with me and jill yeah. we, I mean, we like yeah. to be jackasses very so little, same we, here we, we still drink camel black so <laughs> there's some headassery going on yeah, some right there for sure yeah i don't know how long bags would last with me but. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I, I drive my car low, so I'm not like, I don't ever have any more than like 100 PSI in my bags ever. And like, you know, one thing I never understood hmm. is when some people have like wide body kits or bags and uh, they ride them high as fuck. I have yeah. one specific car in mind, you know, that yellow Z that, that's been going around. There's a picture of like this like yellow wide body Z. Yeah. That like he drives a like monster truck down. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. No. I've seen a b few cars, you know, and you see them cruising. It's like oh, we're driving down Randall, and you look like you're ready to go off roading. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's like, no. yeah, people give shit, like give uh, people who ride on bags a lot of shit. I mean, I don't really care. It's like, I mean, I drive my car for me. Yeah, yeah, but it's like. I mean, I don't know. I bagged my car so I could have a low car. I drive it low. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, yo, what's, yeah. that's the most baller shit, dude. Like, hey, man, I'm, I, I got to go over this bump. 
watch the jackass exactly. behind me attack it sideways because he can't make it over this bump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I could drive straight over it. And then guess what? I'm over the bump. I'm going to fucking dump it. Exactly. And I'm going to drive off. People while are, you're still <laughs> teeter-tottering yeah, sideways up the that's fucking speed so bump. so badass. Like, I, don't, I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Like, I, whatever. Uh, call me a pussy all day. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't want to break shit. Whatever. <laughs> I may be the pussy, but... You're the peasant that bought Megan racing coilover. <laughs> yeah. Bro, bro, holy shit! I was on this, I was on this Facebook group the other day, and like, uh, I don't know, it was just like some goofy like bags versus coils thing, and some dude with this collapsed out Miata, oh, of course, with, with bacon fenders. <laughs> Uh, he was like, that, you have horrible fitment with bags. And he drives just like this <laughs> clapped Miata uh, on just like the most baconed out fenders. Uh, he, had, he had like the teeth with the tongue in the, no, on the front grill. No, and I'm like, I, re- those Miatas? I was like, Dude. I refuse to have this dude like talk shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, all right. I was like, okay, okay, buddy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> at least man. I don't. At least I don't have a fucking bacon fender Miata. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Plus, I don't know. The dude must be blind and dumb, but your fitment's tight. Thanks, man. Yeah, it looks it really is. good, dude. I, I could use an extra like half inch up front. I yeah. Could, I, I could go. I could use a half inch wider up front, but especially with the with the arms. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's right. You got a. I forgot what arms. The figs. Figs. That's right. I want I want the figs rear uppers, but I don't have twelve hundred bucks to spend on that, Dang. and then and then another fucking probably thousand dollars for you to put it in because that's like a real bitch of a job. Doing the uppers on my Lexus was a motherfucker, dude. Yeah, the the rear uppers, especially. I, I was about things. ready to drop the subframe to do them because it was just the fucking worst. It yeah. won't be a thousand bucks. I could tell you. <laughs> I could tell you it won't be a thousand dollars in labor. But it was... they they are a motherfucker, especially if the bolts don't get stuck oh, into the bushings. Yeah. Damn. I had to cut my bolts out. Yeah, yeah, you probably have to do that for mine too. Yeah. I and then like I'm not trying to like get like ten degrees all around. Like I'm I'm happy where it's at. Yeah, yeah. it looks real it's good. It's super sick. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It makes every time I see his, it makes me want to buy something baggy. Oh, I know, dude. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the day that I can bag the Malibu, man. Hell yeah! As soon as I can fucking afford it, dude, I'm gonna do that shit. But it needs a fucking motor, so bagging the Malibu is cheaper than bagging something like his. Yeah, hopefully it's way cheaper. That'd be dope. Yeah, it really is. Parts fucking suck for my car, dude. Yeah, there's I'm like sure. there's like three companies sought... that make suspension parts for my car. Yeah, his is a sought after car to bag anyway, so that's dude, why it's, it's like, taxed. The inside is so fucking swaggy, dude. Yeah. Like, oh. Jesus, <laughs> Thank man, you. dude, this thing's gonna look tight. Like once TVs and shit. Ed, hold on, fucking mini fridge. All right. <laughs> Are you serious right now? That would Yo, get me in so much trouble. Low, <laughs> low key, I want to turn it into a humidor. Oh, so, dude! My my buddy, who's a carpenter, who did my trunk setup, he was like, "Dude, I could set it up with like plexiglass and like Ooh. so like have basically like have it set flush to the seats, and you have it open, and then like the plexiglass would like hold all the the cold air, and it would just be like a whole like center console extension that goes up to the Jesus, cooler. Dude, post up at car shows, put a little. 
towel that says cigar connection on there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> for real, man. That would be dope. That would be, be so be dope. having a lot of people check you out, dude. That's for sure. That's crazy. That would be crazy, man. Seriously, a humidor inside your car would that be, be insane. Yeah. Be very dope. That's some, like, real rich motherfucker. <laughs> That's sick. Like I got, I got rid of the champagne bottle cooler to oh, put shit. in a, yeah. A, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, those like those crazy VIP interior setups are like people got chandeliers. Yeah. I, I want to get some curtains. Yeah, it's like I'm like I'm not real VIP. I'm I'm VIP inspired. Like I, yeah. I drive yeah. the Slant Lexus. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yeah, I have a VIP car. Like the VIP cars are like fucking static 15 degrees of camber all around the full and in custom interiors yeah. like, like the, starlight headliners yeah. that's super dope i love like that. the plaid stitching or the diamond yeah yeah the diamond stitch everywhere. like yeah the, I, don't, I don't have the money or time for that yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a slam daily plus when you get that far into it it's it's hard to enjoy it other than taking it to a show. Yeah. Because I, you I don't want to like... just take it anywhere. I feel like Dross's setup is perfect where you're like, yeah. again, he just went fucking camping with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I take it sick. camping. Like, I just, like, I love taking it ridiculous places it shouldn't be. Yeah. And that's awesome. why I'm like, like, I, I couldn't have it static because I yeah. couldn't do that shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I straight up filled that bitch with firewood and tents and sleeping bags. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and that fuckboy with the Miata, you know. <laughs> but, but he's like, <laughs> he's hey. talking shit. Hey, it's like, hey. yeah, if you rip your bumper off going camping, yeah, yeah, you, you could pick up a Miata <laughs> bumper for 50 bucks, but <laughs> let's see you pick up one of these. Like, yeah, man. I'm excited to put that kid on it, man. I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm kind of scared. Yeah? Because it's fiberglass. I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> You getting like a like a body kit? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, Damn. yeah. It's a it's a it's a hodgepodge. It's uh, some random Japanese parts that I assembled over a few years, and um, it'll be here hopefully next month. At nice. least at least the front bumper and skirts. I don't know where the fuck the rear bumper is somewhere in Japan. Supposed, <laughs> supposed to be here, but. They, oh, they, dude, for, they forgot so it. This. They forgot it on the cargo ship. Oh yeah. no! And then, and then they switched warehouses, so now it's oh. got to go to a different warehouse. And then because of COVID, the shipping's fucked. Yeah. So I'll get that when I get it. But yeah, whatever, damn, I can deal with the front bumper and skirts. It won't look too bad with the with the stock rear bumper. That's yeah. sick. But That's yeah, it's gonna be a it's a fabulous uh, rear VIP rear bumper. Fleen side skirts and a job design front bumper. Nice. A one off job design front bumper. Really? Yeah. And it was on a boosted LS430 because it's got the front grill taken out. And like I saw pictures of the car beforehand and you could like see the intercooler. Oh, shit. Like they had like the intercooler like sticking out of it. It was oh, fucking wild. So I got to I gotta buy some mesh for that. Yeah. So I, I am not supercharging my <laughs> 3UZ. Oh, we got some graph going. You got a nice uh, nice view of this. And there's always some heat going by. Yeah. Sorry to everybody listening. <laughs> I uh, believe there's, there's I'm... There's a train going by with some graph. Yeah, I believe I mentioned before I do have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. 
I fucking I'm really excited for it to come in. I wanna wrap all that shit pink. Hell yeah. Or metallic, like uh, what's it called? SC uh, SC thirty Lamborghini purple. Pink, as purple. close as I can get to oh that. Oh my god. You know what I'm talking about? That Diablo, oh, the oh, SC thirty yes, Diablo purple. Yes. Yes. That's what I want. Oh, it's like that, that purple on the bottom with the silver up top. What? Mm-hmm. What? And so what? I figure that'll be cheaper than like fully respraying everything. Dude, that's like, gonna be so sick. Oh and like my I got, goodness. I think I'm gonna like I got that that rattle that fucking dupla color that matches perfectly. I think I'm just gonna spray all that shit that color <laughs> and then wrap it. So like it'll be like close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Like, otherwise, it'll just be like fucking, I don't know, I think the skirts are black and so is the rear bumper and the front bumper is like root beer brown. Mm. And I think I got to do some like at least light filler work on on like the front bumper. But Mm. otherwise, like, I mean, it sucks because like, fuck, dude. Those those like VIP parts are so cheap online. It's like 150 bucks for a front bumper, but then you gotta ship it to the oh, states, yeah. and then you gotta ship it to yeah. your place. Yeah. So it's and like fucking, and the wait time. Pray that shit doesn't break on the way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a you know two two forties stacked on top of each other, and yeah. the one falls off oh. and completely crushes your bumper because yep. they decided to wedge it between them. Yep. <laughs> In their container. <laughs> So I, I know Mikey was having a hard time getting his hood. Yeah, for his thirteen. Yeah. Oh, Mikey Adler. No. Uh-huh. Uh, McCutcheon. Mm. The cutie. The cutie with a booty. Hey, you so good. Hey. <laughs> Actually, one of these is for him. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's gonna listen to this because he listens to all of these. He's hey. Gonna, he, he just got some knowledge <laughs> dropped on him, too. Hell yeah. Quite a bit of cigar now. Yeah, he's actually one of your clients, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mikey? <laughs> Mikey! <laughs> he don't have an Instagram, so he'll probably go through uh, me to go to you. So <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so before we wrap this up, do you want to plug like your Instagrams or... Yeah. I'm not sure which ones you want to plug or so all of them. My personal is rm.eugene and my cigar uh, Instagram is at cigar connection. That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> cigar so, connection. You got 260 followers right now. We're going to try to get you to 300. Hell yeah. Which would require every single one of our listeners. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 47 of you motherfuckers, right? If every single person follows us, listen Hell to yeah. this, we'll get you to 300. I'll give I'll you all a dollar if you guys follow him. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll, and I'll give you guys free cigars for that. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's super dope what you're doing yeah. with the cigars. Appreciate that's it. Like, really, like, just like me personally, like, thanking you for that because I don't know anybody that has access to real cubans or like knows anything about them and then so. takes the time to sit and talk to us about yeah. it because i mean yeah. we've gone to the cigar lounge a few times and i just feel like the guy's like uh stop leaning on my counter just take yeah. these and go yeah. over there and smoke them it's like well <laughs> okay yeah i'll so i'll definitely let you guys uh know a little more so i'll take you guys uh, a little more seriously yeah yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, definitely. We're we're down to learn, man. Like, we always want to learn some new stuff. I I hate that shit. Like people like 
will will say like, oh yeah, like oh you're not worth my time. Like no, bro, everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah, and like yeah. I like I said earlier, like I want to be the resource to people that I wish I had. Yeah. Like I have my brother, but like he's he's busy as fuck. I don't want to bother him with stupid questions. Like yeah. Yeah. so you know, like I wanna if anyone has any questions, regardless if they buy cigars from me or not, I'm willing to help them out, get them set up, point them in the right direction. Cause you can waste a lot of money on garbage and not even know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, just found out that there's fake ass Cubans out there. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, dude. I, th- I didn't think there was considered a fake but like yeah like, damn yeah for sure <laughs> so this is definitely like the sneaker game oh yeah yeah, yeah. just looking yeah. at the little things like looking at the the size yeah. tag you're looking that, at that's the band. wild when i was looking at all that the detail and just the tags it was like wow okay yeah there's more to it than you'd think yeah that's crazy man Bro, well, i can't i can't wait to smoke this yeah, oh, yeah i'm super excited <laughs> yeah well thank you for being yeah, on thank you thanks for having me guys it. of course it was dope Welcome back anytime. Yeah, Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely be back. Some more updates on how's it going with this and any of the new other uh, rabbit holes you fall into. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Candle making and then yeah. who knows what's next. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you for everybody listening. This is our uh, run-on sentences kind of a, what do, we, what do we even call this? Like a segment episode kind of series? I think it's a series. We call it a series. Run on sentences. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, these are our run on sentences series with uh, guests and where we just kind of talk about anything. So appreciate you guys listening. Yeet. Laters. Later. Bye.